1: Welcome to from Local to Global, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast series produced by Koshi's Business Builders, where we chat with business innovators across the ecosystem to uncover the secrets behind their success. From Local to Global is proudly supported by World First. World First, the smart way for business to collect, convert and make payments globally. Importers save on international payments with money transfers up to eight times cheaper than the banks. Exporters open local currency accounts around the world quickly and for free. Hi, gang. Koshi here, and today I'm talking with Sean Luz, the Managing Director at Journeys Worldwide. It's a specialist tour company that provides exceptional travel experience all over the world. Sean grew up in Zimbabwe and has an absolute passion for wildlife, conservation and the great outdoors. And he brings this passion to his role at Journeys Worldwide. Sean's here today to share some of his best travel tales and give us the rundown on how the travel industry is faring during the pandemic. Sean, welcome to the podcast. Good to meet you. Thank you, David. Good to be here. Um, so So. How did you get the travel bug and uh, why are you so passionate about travel? I think
0: uh, it all started off uh, growing up on the dairy farm. And when having left that after school, I looked around at what to do and saw an option of becoming a safari guide. And I started doing that and having met just so, so many people from various places around the world and just hearing about where they lived, it really inspired me to travel to go and see them and then various other places. And, so subsequently, I met up with them from all over all over Europe, the um, United States, and subsequently went down to South America, the Galapagos Islands, uh, and so on, and across to a few parts in Asia as
1: well. Right. Okay. So that that passion for travel sparked journeys worldwide. You started as a small group tour provider. Um, you've grown to a specialist travel service, offering bespoke trips all over the world, and... Um, how did you start the business? How, how did you go from a, a travel nut and a travel lover into going out on your own?
0: Well, I actually came in and joined up with a another person who'd actually set up the, the company originally and joined him and took over from him uh, two years ago. And we slowly morphing the company, uh, changing it slightly, having to keep up with uh, industry and the economy and the way the world is changing, and obviously at the moment we're having to adapt rather rapidly as well. But it's—I thought—with my knowledge and background of safaris and guiding—that it would be a natural progression from there. But um, I've subsequently learned that there's a lot more to it. But at the end of the day, my absolute love of the destinations and the wildlife and so on so kept me going and passing it on to everybody else who we can provide the travel to go out there as well
1: but i suppose one of the biggest challenges and and for all of us in in small business and 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 for business owners is yes we have a passion for what we do but then comes the other side which is the, the running of <laughs> running of the business <laughs> i don't think any anyone goes into business to be a, an administrator except uh, if you're in a bookkeeping business i suppose and um, how did you find that transition and what systems and processes have you ado- have have you found has enabled your growth?
0: It's definitely a, a rather rude awakening because uh, administration is not a strong point of mine. Um, but there's been some fantastic uh, facilities that have been made available to me, and I've used various and still am using various uh, organisations like the Alternative Board uh, based here on the Sunshine Coast, um, which is a fantastic system. And I'm also doing a course, through TAFE Queensland, the Build a Better Business Programme, and which is also really good and very supportive, practical. And with all the different organisations that we're working with, I find that people generally have been um, very supportive, very understanding. And it's it's been a lot easier in some ways than I expected and a lot
1: harder in other ways. Oh, that's good because I think all, all business owners try to help each other don't they <laughs> we we've all been there we've all seen the highs and the lows and and we we always admire other business owners giving it a go I think think there's sort of a great camaraderie isn't there
0: Absolutely it's been phenomenal actually since the start of this pandemic how just how much the the uh, industry has come together and supported each other
1: Yeah um, you have the, the extra challenge of working with international teams. Um, run us through what's, what that's like, sort of the challenges of working with international tour guides. How do you manage the, the day-to-day elements of that, um, like, like payments and logistics and the like? I think
0: the, you know, the important thing for me is that I actually know everybody we deal with. I know them on a personal basis. I've met them. I've either stayed with them or they've stayed with us so there is an element of trust there, which I think is quite important. One of the biggest issues, obviously, with most of us, because we're so far away from anyone, uh, the time difference is always a challenge, and getting a phone call at three o'clock in the morning or vice versa is, is always an issue. But in terms of you know doing the actual business, I find people are very proactive, and with the systems these days... You know, the likes of uh, World First, where we can just contact a person and say, listen, this is what I need to do. This is what I want. How can we go about it? And generally, it it happens so quickly. Um, And it's not weeks like we were used to in the past where we had to wait for something to happen. Now it can happen sometimes even same day. And it's it's a matter of the technology, I think. And personalized service, I think, is just so important. And that really helps. In today's uh, service in, service industry,
1: and and particularly when you are um, dealing with with payments and money transfers to a lot of the developing world that may not have uh, the banking systems or the rigor that we have here, it's important to go with uh, a trusted expert, isn't
0: it? Oh, absolutely! You know, and I think that's where the likes of ourselves—that's where we come in and that's where the public uses us because, you know, they don't want to be paying money to a foreign country where they don't know who they're dealing with and the banks across there and by dealing with us, we know who we're dealing on the, on the far side there. We know who we're dealing with here and it makes a big difference.
1: As an entrepreneur, what are the most challenging and also the most rewarding moments that, that you've had in the, the two, three years that you've been on journeys worldwide? I think some of the most challenging
0: has probably been uh, the probably the bureaucracy uh, side of things. Um, getting kind of moving an industry, you, you get a whole new set of bureaucracy, and that can be quite challenging. But I do find that the local authorities are very proactive. You get hold of them and say, "What you know, I don't understand what I'm going to be doing here." They're very helpful in 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 working through that with you and. I would say definitely that has been my biggest frustration though, is trying to understand what is required and um, what more I need to get done to make sure that I am compliant in all regards. What I found the most um, beneficial and rewarding is probably just the clients. And you know when you get a client coming back from a trip and they invariably, they're just gushing um, with just the most amazing experiences. And it's... Almost always they way exceeded their expectations and that I find a very rewarding factor to it and it certainly fuels our enthusiasm to be able to do more for others yeah, as well that's fantastic.
1: you know all of us that, that have a travel bug or a, a sense of adventure have certainly been, been stymied over the last six uh, six or seven months global travel industry really struggling at the moment has journeys worldwide adapted? and innovated during this this period what what have you had to do
0: we've primarily been looking now at developing a local uh, market so we've been we've got a photographic retreat which we've put together which is it's it's fantastic it's really luxurious it's going to be happening end of the month yeah and on the sunshine coast and we are developing other tours that will be happening around queensland to start with and then we will be expanding those to be working around Australia, something I'd been intending to do for a couple of years and just turning all those people who, who can't travel internationally now, uh, giving them the opportunity to travel local and for a lot of those people as well, they they were thinking of doing it maybe, you know, 10 or 20 years' time and they said, well, we might as well do it now and there's, we're finding some fantastic spots and destinations and experiences uh, here in within Australia which people had no idea
1: of before. And I suppose the challenge is... Uh, doing it with a twist, um, doing it in an unconventional way absolutely from, from mainstream absolutely. tourism that, that operates here at the moment. Very
0: much so because obviously everybody's trying to turn their hand to do something similar locally um, and if we're all going to be selling the same uh, destinations on the Gold Coast or whatever it is, it's, it's just flooded with people already. So you have to do something with a twist and that's certainly what we're looking at and... Knowing our clients and what they're wanting, anyway, from whether it was a safari in Africa or a trip to India um, or Iraq or Iran, wherever it may have been that we used to send people to, we can try and generate similar sort of experiences here along those lines that they would enjoy, and that's what we're trying to develop
1: Mm -hmm. at the moment. So, so you go back to to your database, your tribe, if you like, of past clients, um, analyze whether they want uh, a luxury, they've been on a luxury trip in the past or an adventure one, and then and then tailor to those segments within your existing database.
0: Absolutely. And that's been quite a challenge. Again, coming back to systems and so on, trying to figure out who, because we, we do have a very large database at the moment and just trying to tailor it to all the different tastes of people that we have because we did do a lot of stuff worldwide although our focus was primarily Africa, Asia, Japan we did people were booking all over the world and uh, just now trying to provide something locally uh, and cater it to those 6,000 odd people that we have it's been quite a challenge but uh, it's been fun At the on the same note. Mm.
1: And, and I suppose knowing those really hardcore travelers really have got nothing to Nothing to spend their money on at the moment, have <laughs> they? Uh, in in terms of travel, and and they look, they keep looking for experiences. That must really help.
0: It is, it, it does help a lot. And I think you know, people have been hanging out, hanging out, and especially there's a lot of people who've put down sometimes quite substantial amounts of money to travel overseas, and now they're having to, they're just saying, well, it doesn't look like it's going to be happening soon, especially the older folk, and so they're getting their money back and having to spend it locally, and that's. That's been an important thing for us, is getting that money back for people. And again, I've, I've been very surprised how most of the time it's been relatively easy uh, to do, um, to get that money back. What hasn't helped is the uh, the fact that the Australian dollar is actually a lot stronger than
1: the, to the US dollar than what it was when we paid for some of these trips. Yep, absolutely. Look, how can we support all of us, the travel industry, during this period? I think the important thing,
0: really, is just to continue to travel just... Make sure you stay safe um, and there are some really safe destinations, experiences that you can have and travel locally and it'll certainly help the Australian economy substantially and um, just keep going, keep going within your state and when you can travel interstate, that should hopefully happen soon, but just keep positive and keep going.
1: Absolutely. Look, uh, while we can't travel globally at the moment, we all have a bucket list of locations that we'd, Love to visit. I, know I have I have my list that I try to slowly working through. What's on yours and why? It's, uh,
0: you know the problem with a bucket list is that I find you tick one off and you add two, and you know, you're constantly jiggling as to what's at the top and what's what's down below. At the moment, uh, because of the scenario, a situation we're in, I think um, I'd, there's some places I'd love to get to locally. The Simpson Desert looks just fantastic, uh, just beautiful, It's isolated. Um, just you know an experience that you can have with without the crowds and that I love that but also to go up north to Darwin um, and probably to like Daintree near Cairns and experience some of the you know it's the largest and oldest uh, rainforest sorry not the largest the oldest rainforest in the world and to experience some of the wildlife and the bird life and so on up there and and also some of the history There's there's a huge amount of history up that way and so that's certainly on at the top of my list at the moment. Yeah,
1: there is certainly a lot to get through. Uh, Sean, it's been great catching up. Really appreciate your time. Thank
0: you very much, David. Have a good day.
1: And that's it for From Local to Global Small Business Success Stories. Thanks for listening. From Local to Global Small Business Success Stories is proudly supported by World First. World First, the smart way for business to collect, convert and make payments globally. Importers save on international payments with money transfers up to eight times cheaper than the banks. Exporters open local currency accounts around the world quickly and for free.